0: My name is Maria Kalesnikova and I work for an environmental use organization uh, Move Green in Kyrgyzstan.
1: Are you located in Bishkek?
0: Yes, we are located in Bishkek, uh, in the capital of Kyrgyzstan, and mostly we concentrate on our citizen air quality monitoring in Bishkek city
1: um, last three years. Can you tell us what are the main causes of pollution in Bishkek? Uh, we
0: have been conducting uh, this monitoring for three heating seasons right now. Uh, so we are measuring in particular method 2.5. We found out that actually the uh, sources of pollution are heating systems of private sector because Bishkek is surrounded by 47 new established uh, districts, let's say, and of private houses. And they all use coal, garbage, old tires for heating. And it's quite cold uh, during winter and autumn in Bishkek and around Bishkek as well. So people use everything that they can afford, unfortunately, and it's not only coal. So the first source of pollution during the heating season, it's and the source of smoke, I, I would say, is this. And, and of course, uh, we have also power plant, and it also uses coal. Uh, and we actually think that it also has its role, but uh, it has not been measured yet by experts so far. And the third uh, are. Ah, Cars, private cars, we have more than uh, um, 450,000 cars a day in the city. And the age of car is very old and the quality of fuel they use is like, uh, I can say, Euro 2, Euro 3 standard. So all these sources have, have its role in the smoke during the heating season in Bishkek, or we can say in autumn and in winter.
1: Do you know of any rankings of Kyrgyzstan or Bishkek in comparison to to other countries in the world for pollution?
0: Yes, uh, I think we were lucky because the um, uh, United States Embassy in Bishkek uh, in December installed the monitoring station, and now this data is available in AirVisual or AirNow, and it has its um, world ranking. I think there are 95 cities now uh, that you can see uh, with the um, air pollution levels um, in AirVisual platform at the moment. And unfortunately, we were on the first place many times this winter and in the first 10, uh, much more than actually we would love to be, I think. Uh, and, um, among those, it's very, uh, it was very great tool for raising awareness about this problem and issue of, um, air pollution in the capital. Uh, and great, uh, great effort uh, because we used uh, that ranking a lot in our social media. And it's, it's very good because they use AQI standard to measure and to disseminate this information among citizens and among everybody who uses this platform, actually. And yeah, unfortunately, uh, even now in the spring, we were several times on first place And uh, but uh, just to clarify, uh, the information, the data changes every hour on the platform. So, for example, this like it it varies and it changes a lot during the day, during the night. So, but it's actually very great to uh, again uh, I'm emphasizing on that uh, to raise awareness about the problem about the usage of these platforms for like the uh personal personal needs for example if you uh, plan your day or plan your sport activity or for example your like uh, children go to school nearby the pollution sources or nearby where the station is install, for example. So you can easily get this information and to see how it changes during the day and to analyze it somehow uh,
1: from like, personal aspect. Can you talk about the, the negative effects of the pollution?
0: Yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, it's health diseases. And now uh, we can talk about especially children uh, because they are most affected and elderly people also are most affected because particular mo- meta 2.5 is actually, and formaldehyde, which our Kyrgyz hydromat measures are very high during heating seasons, especially so we can see different um, diseases, um, respiratory diseases, Uh, cardiovascular diseases raised uh, by the information of Health Ministry of Kyrgyzstan um, recent years, like five years and eight years ago, uh, we had less of those. And uh, unfortunately, we can see the reaction and negative effects in this by uh, when when we uh, make some researches, you know, when we ask people through our social media, uh, what are their feelings about this? And many many uh, say and react that their children uh, can't really breathe or have allergy at least, and so they can see uh, the changes, the negative changes of this. For example, living in Bishkek and then going. Uh, to the countryside and spend in summer and they can see the difference and not only uh, children's health but also on adults because if people have allergy they cough a lot and they can easily catch a flu for example And they think that actually it's connected with air pollution and because when they go uh, to another district, for example, or outside of the city, they feel better. So that's why I'm I'm saying that, uh, unfortunately, we don't have really great researches or figures and numbers, but this is something that has to be done in the nearest future in Bishkek and in Kyrgyzstan.
1: Can you tell us the 2.5 levels this past winter? And have these numbers increased or changed in the last five or so years?
0: So we haven't done the analysis of this heating season yet, but uh, I can easily say that this uh, heating season was a bit cleaner than the previous one, uh, according to some months uh, data that we have already got and compared because of the current uh, situation, but I think we can talk about this a bit later. And I can say that, for example, if we compare 2018 2019 hidden season, we had five months September, October, December, January, and February of a very bad air pollution particular meta uh, 2.5 levels and we haven't actually uh, uh, had clean and safe limits of air pollution at that time particular meta 2.5 no a single day we didn't breathe with fresh and clean air according to the limits that our uh, per uses.
1: With this current COVID-19 quarantines going on, I know the big cities have been a lot more quiet than usual. Uh, is, is there any useful data that's coming out of this for you?
0: So actually, uh, we have been discussing this a lot, especially through our social media and through the um, interviews of the experts in the media. And actually, when we compare the data, of, for example, March, when the quarantine actually started in Kyrgyzstan and in Bishkek especially, we haven't seen any changes. Almost the same data we had last year and this year, almost the same data. And I think this happened because we are measuring particular uh, meta 2.5, as I mentioned before, and the main source of pollution is the burning of coal and garbage and etc., and uh, we had a lot of negotiations about cars because uh, still our government insists on saying and claiming that cars are the, the main uh, pollutant. And because of the cars, we have awful smog during heating season. And that's why uh, they tried to say that actually because of the quarantine, because we don't have cars in the city, that's why we have clean air now but uh, according to our data we compared march 2019 and we compared march 2020 and we didn't see any changes like almost nothing was different so uh, it happened only because of the spring and as always it's getting better in march and in april that's why we are more than now confident that uh, ensure about the main uh, sources of pollution, but at the same time we understand that the cars also rate pollutant, and we can't ignore it. And the measures that can be taken should be systematic and take into account all air pollution sources that we have in Bishkek and in Kyrgyzstan.
1: Are there measures now that the government is making to improve the? 2.5 levels? Uh,
0: unfortunately, I can say that the situation really improved. We started our uh, monitoring in 2017 and actually at that time well, we had not the great government or the, at least Prime Minister really reacted very fast and he said that we need interministry inter group to be formed uh, because we need to identify the measures to be done. And that that happened really very quickly, just after three months or even two months of our uh, media campaign about air pollution uh, based on our sensors. And uh, in June, there were actually um, one uh, of the documents, the first documents that was signed by the uh, um, uh, prime minister. Um, and... Uh, It actually had 33 steps to improve environmental situation in Bishkek and we are monitoring the implementation of this plan. But unfortunately, uh, the measures are not very effective. And from the very beginning, they weren't the best options to do. Maybe easy to implement, but not to improve air quality in Bishkek very fast or even during five or ten years. And that's why every year now the new prime minister has like conferences or roundtables with governmental bodies. He say that this should be done, this should be done, etc. But we're not seeing any improvements of the air quality and really great measures by the government to improve the air quality in Bishkek. I don't know why it happens. Maybe because they don't know what to do, or maybe because of not very transparent policy about this, Not because of not including the civil society organizations are experts in these processes. Everything is very closed and very hard to participate in decision making at the moment. They seem to be very open. They seem to invite us to participate in different uh, events like roundtables or conferences or meetings. Sometimes, sometimes not. That's why we make our own recommendations through the media and to some people in the government. And we're working with some uh, parliament deputies, representatives last year and they seem now to understand the uh, what we can do but at the same time maybe for them it's not very easy uh, mm-hmm. to implement alone i mean of course the government and the main environmental protection agency should do that and should understand that we are on one side and we would like to cooperate and help how we can and not not only move grain, but also other experts that can recommend effective measures to implement.
1: Are there solutions that other cities in the world or other steps that other cities are making that you are, are thinking about adapting or thinking that they can work in Bishkek or Kyrgyzstan?
0: Yes, uh, there are. Uh, for example, uh, England, and we think that it's vital to do in uh, Kyrgyzstan, because, especially because of the 47 new established districts around Bishkek and private houses. So the main problem, actually, that experts claim uh, is that the houses are not insulated And more than 60% of the uh, uh, energy just going outside through the roof, through the windows, through the floor. That's why we think it's necessary to introduce certain standards and certification for building materials, um, energy efficient stoves and heating systems in Kyrgyzstan. So that people can use them because they now think because of the raise awareness campaign, and they started to understand that actually they pay a lot for the electricity or even for the coal or gas if it's available in their area. They pay a lot and this can can help them with finances because they spend a lot. We had interviews with more than 10 uh, households in different uh, so-called uh like areas around Bishkek. Some of them are, for example, one year they insulated the roof, one year windows, one year floor. And they could see really decreasing the money that they spend on heating, like electricity coal. Some of them just stopped using the coal even uh, because now uh, for them, when they insulated their house, uh, it's not expensive to use gas or electricity. And that's why uh, we think that this great example can be adopted in Kyrgyzstan and of course people understand that they are not allowed to, to burn leaves in, in the autumn because it's forbidden. They understand that they are not allowed to burn plastic or garbage or old tires but they do because uh, they say that they don't have money or they don't have other options. But at the same time, it happens because they uh, just hit the street, not their house. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And in this, I think we should have really great uh, country or government level uh, raising awareness campaign or media campaign about this, because people are not aware of the options. In legislation, we need to take certain steps and to adopt the standards and certification. This is the first that can be done. And if we talk about the cars, of course we need to improve our public transportation um, because according to some researchers of other activists and people who work in different analytical centers and institutions, I know that 67% of people who were in this research said that they would easily not using their own car if the public transportation uh will be comfortable and accessible for everybody so i mean this is uh also the first step that can be uh, that can be done by municipality and also on on parliament level we should now start using the fuel standard, euro standard four and five at least, should be also signed and implemented in Kyrgyzstan. And of course, we don't have technical inspection at the moment for five years now. And some experts say that actually, uh, because of that, cars are not inspected and they produce a lot of emissions. But at the same time, when it was done, it was very corrupted. And if we want to... Uh, do it again, we should think of other uh, instruments and, and methods to implement the um, technical inspection. And power plant is missing here, right? Because um, it's, it should be um, also researched uh, and it's very closed by a national security. It's forbidden to, to analyze to search and to go, for example, to power plant and to analyze what is the effect and what is the air pollution uh, coming from power plant at the moment. From our side, we really recommend it to uh, organize independent group of experts to help them with. Because, again, the information is closed, not open, and we don't know. And probably they also don't know. but like how they can improve the situation and the experts could help with that. I don't believe uh, any personal, personally that power plant is clean because it uses, it uses coal and only because oh, the pipe is very long it doesn't affect us. It does, but we just can't measure it.
1: Because there's a law that prevents you to measure it.
0: It's, yeah.
1: Is, exactly. is it a, a government institution?
0: Yes, government institution.
1: You've touched here and there on this next question, but there might be something else that you want to mention. What steps have civic space uh, taken to raise awareness of the problem?
0: Oh, yeah. That, um, this is actually, um, I think, great and amazing, amazing work that has been done because when uh, we installed these first sensors and made this data uh, available for citizens. Every five minutes it changed and it has um, uh, different, like at that time only three stations we had. But it was really great because we had Android application, we had website where, and uh, really a lot of journalists supported us and wrote about this. And then we started to analyze and compare this data with another data and with other cities organized like offline flash mobs and events that they, even the Central Asian and international media publicized about what we did uh, in Bishkek about uh, air pollution and raise awareness about air pollution in Bishkek. Uh, and then we just compared uh, how many public publications, for example, in media we had. We had, I think in three months, more than 200 on TV, in internet, um, on hardware, like New York newspapers. And we actually understood that there was no single publication about air pollution before in two years. We analyzed, like we Googled it and oh. we didn't find anything about that. But then just in three months, we had a lot. And I, I just remember one uh, funny story uh, when I was preparing this press release and was ready to send them out to the media context that I had, I just wrote to some of them, like biggest, suggesting that we can make an interview or go to the stations and really to make a great material to uh, like for them and they said, "Oh, thank you one one story, oh, thank you." We don't need these kind of publications because we already had one material two months ago about ecology in Kyrgyzstan. Mm. Thank you, but not now. (laughs) And then it was funny because (laughs) this this was the level of the media actually when about this about ecology, as they say, and about air pollution, of course. And now we can see that even president. He knows about this, prime minister talks about this a lot, and uh, our mayor also is aware, and everybody is aware. Unfortunately, no real further steps are done yet. At least a lot of people know about this. Now, more than 50% are aware, because because of uh, help of social media and the um, smartphones that we had, for example, last year, uh, like this season, uh, uh, I think it was in January, one guy uh, went to the mountains and not far away from Bishkek and then he just uh, was walking and making a video and suddenly it just came one point and he couldn't see the city because it was covered with black smoke black smoke like Mm -hmm. and he called it ocean of smoke on the bishkek or or about the bishkek sorry and everybody so i mean in instagram in facebook and twitter everybody's talking about this everybody's aware it's just very hard now to for them i mean for the government to really implement really great uh policy to improve the situation. Mostly it happens because they kind of play with the data, like saying, no, it's cars. No, let's let's decide. No, it's not power plant. No, it's not private houses. Or um, let's see what we can do with cars. And then nothing is done about the cars. Like anyway, um, I'm, I'm not hopeless <laughs> about them. And uh, we now see that not only Move Green but other organizations and experts with us and they also trying to raise awareness about this, trying to make recommendations and uses their connections with parliament, with government to really improve the situation. And uh, I hope that we can do that. We can live in the city with clean air like before.
1: You know, it's very interesting when you when you say this about making these steps towards cars, uh, because I'm here in in Almaty, and last year the mayor made some very big changes to the roads. He actually narrowed mm-hmm. the roads and made the paths more convenient for buses, for bus lanes, and this this really angered all the drivers because it just made traffic so much worse and he was trying to put mm-hmm. you know, everyone in the inside of the buses because they had this similar idea that you were saying, that the problem of mm-hmm. pollution is coming from cars. So it's extremely interesting when, when you're telling me that there's barely any, any difference now when we don't have cars yeah. on the road. And Yeah, no difference.
0: Yeah, and I think you can get this information from your, also you have Almaty Urban Air Group, Uh, that also working on raising awareness and analyzing the data of air pollution and Pavel Alexandrov, and he also made some graphics about like he compared March last year and March this year and some uh, Google instruments he used I think like to uh, to see that there is no traffic at all but still air pollution is high
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. okay well stay safe I hope you're out of the pollution you now that you're in the countryside. <laughs> so I hope you have some fresh air. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. Thank you.
1: And stay safe, too. Okay, Bye. take care.